just a little bit of the coronavirus. I'm gonna blow my nose, so. Let's see. Okay. Welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu, alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? I'm definitely not sick. Uh, I, can, I can definitely say that on the record. Uh, completely healthy. Um, it's probably just uh, allergies from my cat. Uh, but besides that, that... Dang cat. I know. My wife said the same thing. Um, she thought I was getting sick yesterday. But I, I assured her it was, it was only the cat. Know. You sound pretty sick. <clears throat> it is the morning. T- it's, I got a lot. Oh, I got. I got a lot going on with me. Um, I think I, I. I just quit smoking for the season um, a couple days ago. <laughs> I forgot you do smoking season. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think there's some shit. Getting- you know, that's one of the more ridiculous things going right. <laughs> smoking season is the best season. Um, so yeah, so I, I smoke from like December to. You know, January the fourth or something like that. Um, so my body is is just kind of, you know, shedding itself from the tobacco or the nicotine uh, addiction. So maybe that has something to do with it too. I I, I definitely sound awful, uh, but I, I'm not. Sh- I haven't gone anywhere. I haven't gone anywhere. I haven't talked to anybody. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. Hmm. I'm not buying it. I know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not selling it very well. If I'm being 100 honest. <laughs> I'm not buying it. <laughs> so, what is new since the last time we talked? We talked New Year's Eve, right? I feel on, like uh, so much has changed. New Year's Eve. I, th- I mean, that wasn't even that long ago. That was a week ago, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, actually, I guess a little less than a week ago. New Year's Eve was Thursday, wasn't it? I'm just looking at the I'm looking at the, uh, the 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 dates on my chart here. New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, we talked, right? New so Year's New, Eve, yes. On New Year's Eve, the price of Bitcoin was, it wasn't even $30,000 yet. Um, on New Year's Eve, the highest price of Bitcoin was twenty eight nine. Wow. And Holy cow, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it Dude. went from there, uh, from there it went to uh, on the second, so it kind of, did a little something on the first, got to about 29 and a half. On the second, we had a big candle that got us up to 33. And now we're sitting, like we've seen in today's candle, we've already seen 35.8. Uh, 35.8? That's how high it got? Today, yeah. So we're sitting oh at about Oh my God. Th- we're th- I'm we're sitting here right now with Coin Gecko open 34.999.22. Yeah. So we've, we've been about 800 bucks higher than that already today. In the last 24 hours, up 10.3%. In the last seven days, up 27.7%. It, it's crazy how much it's gone. What up. say you? It, it's bananas. Um, I, I don't know what's happening, to be honest. Um, I would have thought a blow off top by now. But 
we just kind of just stay in this little range here like we've been fluctuating we did see a big dip on the what is that the fourth we saw a big dip back down to 27 and a half but it got eaten up real quick uh we saw another dip to about 29.9 that got eaten up and now we're just chilling like about i dare i say we will never be below 30k ever again <laughs> stop it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't even with you. Jeez. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's crazy. Um, the price of Bitcoin has uh, has has sustained a certain price point that I didn't think it was going to for so long. Um, alts are started to run. We had a Doge pump that I was on board for. That was fucking terrific the other day. I had bought Doge at the floor at about like sixteen or seventeen sats. It jumped up to like 40 sats um, the other day. So that was terrific. Uh, ETH is starting to move now. Uh, we've had, a, yeah, it, it's kind of going in order. Like we had a big ETH move. We had a big, um, some some other majors moved as well. I think DOT had a, yeah, DOT had a move. Um, the only one that we got bid on uh, shortly after our predictions uh, last week uh, was uh, Josh and I were both horned up on Monero. Oh my God, you guys were horned up. Yeah, super horned. Um, and I don't know if you saw the news, but uh, I believe, I want to get it right. I think it was Bitrix. Uh, I think it was Bitrix. Uh, yep. They, they um, pre- preemptively take taken uh have taken monero zcash and dash off of their platform uh citing uh security reasons or pardon me not security reasons but uh, essentially that there's going to be some sort of uh governmental you know lock lockdown on these privatized or these privacy coins so uh that really tanked the price uh for monero i'm assuming it tanked the price for dash as well i haven't i wasn't monitoring that one but as soon as that news came out i sold my bag of monero i i broke off about even and i think it dropped about 20 or 25 percent from there so uh it was a uh, good call good call even though monero yeah even though monero is a solid project you know if it's not in places it makes it a little tougher to trade yeah that's uh that's unfortunate for your predictions for next year it is unfortunate for my predictions next year. Yes, um, those were you were heavy on those. Uh, <coughs> who knows? Like, I mean, we still we're only January sixth. Um, we got lots of we got lots of legs left in us, so uh, we'll see. Uh, that one was a tough one, though. That was a tough one. Uh, privacy coins took a hit uh, early in the year. Indeed, but everything else is popping. Let's just go through the top 10 here and uh, get a little bit of an idea of what's moving and shaking in the last seven days. So we already talked about, uh, I think we're kind of burying the lead too. Is uh, You know, Bitcoin, sure, we're all used to that now. That's old hat. Up 27% for the week. However, how about Ethereum? Yeah, how about Ethereum? Are, are, are you over- euphoric? No, not yet. <laughs> Come I'll on, f- what the no. hell, man? You're so <laughs> jaded and spoiled. Unbelievable. It's up 56% in the last seven days. Eh, no big deal. It's nice. Yeah, it's whatever. Nice. Okay. Uh, and we got Litecoin up 26% in the last week. Uh, XRP up 
6%, still hanging at that 23 cent range. So who's going to buy that? We'll see. Cardano, we have a good Cardano story later at 65% for the week. Dot uh, 35%. Bitcoin Cash up 24%. This one, interesting made its way back into the top 10. This was a, I believe, a 2017 top tenner. Uh, stellar, up 151% in this That's an interesting week. one because that one is uh, firmly associated with, uh, with XRP. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they're trying, maybe one is moving, maybe all the XRPers are moving into the lumens. Into the, <laughs> into the lumens. That's exactly what they're called. I forgot. Yeah. It's a funny name. Yeah. Stellar so, lumens. Yeah. Uh, perhaps, but you would think it would be, you would get the negative news that would go along with that one too. You know what I mean? Like if XRP's taking a bath, you would anticipate XLM would, would take the same bath, but they are in different bath waters apparently. Interesting. So, and then to round out the top 10, we got Link up 32%. So, you're starting to see here's uh, your um, your big caps starting to move. So, your thesis, along with everybody else's, uh, is, <laughs> you know, big, is definitely, yeah, definitely Bitcoin, big caps, medium caps, and then micros. So, yeah. let's see what happens here. So, it, every, so, things are starting to pop. Uh, you do have down, like you said, uh, moving all the way down to 17 overall, minus 15% for the week is your monero yeah that's a tough one that's a tough one um but yeah no i think uh, everything is going as scheduled um uh, you would like to see we've had some good returns on like the the bitcoin pairs for these alts as well uh obviously we're looking at the dollar amounts uh which is it's just big uh but what we what we do want to see are gains on the bitcoin pair are, are we is it worth it to trade alts because you know it may not be worth it if you're not making any more bitcoin right so in in most of these cases you would have made more bitcoin with ethereum uh if you're trading that if you're I, I, i'm anticipating it's the same across the board polka dot um doge we mentioned earlier uh you would have made more bitcoin so that's good that's what we want to see that's the true alt season alt season is for making more bitcoin um so those ones are going it started with doge and that that's the uh that's the real indicator we we, we kind of talked ethereum for uh for for a while but the true ogs will tell you it starts with doge uh and that's what happened again this time because doge outpaced ethereum outpaced everything else uh it started popping on it started popping on the 2nd of january where every, everybody else was a couple of days after that I think the uh, the TikTok investors are beside themselves with all this. Uh, unbelievable! Who'd have thought? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they were they've been they're the OGs, really. The TikTok investors are. The it's always the person OGs. you least expect. <laughs> yes, indeed. So that uh that's that's fantastic so that rounds out your top 10 for the week uh what are your thoughts where are we going what what's what's going on i'm kind of you know i'm 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 in a defensive position my knees are bent uh you know i'm, I'm moving side to side waiting for anticipating moves um but my bags are still locked up i have a, a good amount of of high cap alts ready to go 
Um, hopefully that I, I don't know what the time frame is. Are we talking a couple more days? Um, th- that's the thing with with alt season. It we you never know when it's going to start. I think it has started, but we don't know when it's going to end. It's usually a short window. And the can big it really games, be a season if it has no structure? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that's that's pro- pretty much like it's the like tornado season. Of what a season is? It's like tornado season. You never know when the tornado. Yes, but are at least hit. you know when there <laughs> like there is a possibility that it's going to happen in a certain time window. So right? I, I guess I guess the th- in comparison would be you know it's going to happen once Bitcoin has a big pump. So it's not so much of a, a, a date. Like we know all season will happen after a big Bitcoin pump. And it seems to be happening. Like it's, it seems to be going on. I just don't know what the peaks are going to be um, or what's going to move the most. Or are we going to see the, what I get really worried about is the is the low, the really low caps is are we going to see movement there? I, I anticipate we will. But until you see it, you, you get fucking nervous because, um, you know, that makes the big difference. When those low caps move, that's when you can start making some real money. So fingers crossed, everybody. I know we got a lot of bag holders out there, including myself, uh, including maybe Bunchu as well. And we're never sure. Uh, no, <laughs> so no bags for me, buddy. Nothing. So I'm, hopefully, I'm hopefully, uh, hopefully we see some... Uh, some positive momentum on those low caps so we all become uh rich and we all get girlfriends yeah to ask my wife about that that's (laughs) that's actually the reason i don't have any alts is because i'm not allowed to have a girlfriend that's hey that's understandable i don't (laughs) i just don't tell my wife about the alts. it's really that's exactly that's the real reason it's not (laughs) because i traded myself into oblivion it's not because i'm i just don't i'm not a believer uh it's because my wife says i can't have a girlfriend and that's fair. That's fair. You you entered a contract, a marital contract with her, uh, and she deserves your full attention. It's actually in the prenup. Uh, no alts. <laughs> no alt no girlfriends. No alts. No alts no in which may generate you alternative girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. So that's why that's why my hardware wallets are empty from alts, and and all I have is uh, a. Um, dollar store amount of bitcoin um, <laughs> <laughs> a dollar store amount of bitcoin i really enjoyed by the way that That's should the- be the hashtag for the show <laughs> it's probably a little long for a hashtag but that maybe that's the clip uh, that, you, that you pull out um, oh. but yeah so that that's where we are in the state of things uh i'm sensing from twitter that there is a little more euphoria than in the weeks past uh leading to this run-up i felt in the last week we've seen a lot of people um really joyous uh on on twitter what do you think see i I would say they're really they're really hitting the predictions hard like they're really anticipating well that's what happens when uh it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy when you get to these highs everybody's a chartist everybody and you know everybody's right all the time you know right it's uh, it's not only alt season it's everybody's right season like, <laughs> so if you're new to twitter if you're new to crypto twitter or new to the crypto space the word to the wise is uh don't believe everything you see from everyone you see it from because oh. it is it is everybody's right season like you, it's hard to be wrong when you're 
in a market like this, right? So I think that was one of the big lessons from you know 2017 is you look at who you're following after the fact and. Uh, those people may have disappeared for three mm-hmm. years and came back and they still have uh, tons of following and it looks like they never left, um, you know, thing, things like that. Um, but so just be careful who you listening to and always uh, I, always make your own podcast, do your own podcast. So a um, couple of things. <laughs> um well, am I wrong? No, you're 100 percent right. Oh, okay. I was like, am I getting am I getting backlash for this? I don't. No, think no, so. you're bang on. Okay. Um, so I also use a uh, follower metric uh, to 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 uh, to call the top of this cycle. Your um, own follower metric? Yes, or? exactly. So once I I reach thirty thousand followers, uh, then I will know the top is in, and we can all sell, and wait for the next cycle. Uh, the other thing that I just realized uh, early this morning is uh, we had a retweet on our on our Rec Podcast account, and I see that it's uh, Carpe Noctum. Oh, and I'm wow. like, oh, that's Look nice. At that. I'm like, oh, I thought he, I, I had, I thought he had already retweeted that one, but I'm like, oh, maybe he didn't. And I, I click on him, and it's it shows we're not following him. I'm like, no, no, we're definitely following him. So I checked to see, you know. Oh, it was an f- imposter? That's what I checked to see. And I'm like, no, no, it can't be an imposter. It's got 17 and a half thousand followers. And I'm like, I said, no, I think Carpent, I think he has more than. Does his fucking, and in my head, I'm realizing in real time, his like knockoff accounts have significantly more followers than I do. So he has a fake account, not his account, but like a, like a, you know. <laughs> Uh, a a copy account that has 17 and a half thousand followers so it's funny you say that so i've been uh this has been happening for a couple weeks where like you i wonder if it's the same person someone was pretending to be meltem demirs okay she tweeted about it and by the time she tweeted about it like if, if you went in the message in the um in the replies and stuff and clicked you know the fake link that person had already changed over to a fake charlie shrem <laughs> really and they had just changed their whole thing to a fake charlie shrem and you know i i made a comment on it and so it seems that they're just uh shape-shifting all over the place to maybe that's just what i'll do so well i was just gonna say so you know you could go imposter some famous people really quick you know get a couple followers switch get a couple more all of a sudden you've compounded your following into and then i just come back to and i just come back to me you just come back to chamber and now you're just chamber with uh with the good hair wow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's you know they're also probably i mean to be honest they're probably just purchased followers so that's good that's a good point as too. though they are but i was really disheartened when i saw that i'm like are you kidding me um when yeah it, it, i was shook i was shook internally it's probably by follower season honestly Ooh, i still haven't done that to you yet i want to buy you followers uh just to call you out for it <laughs> I don't know if it counts if you buy me five. Ah, uh, it's all right. It'll count in my heart. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works, but um, 
I maybe next maybe next Christmas we'll gift each other some followers. That'd be that'd be fun. <laughs> um, well, look, I mean, I, I no joke though. I think it is uh, buy follower season and watch who you follow season because it's all these people are going to come out of the woodwork, and you know, an account that may be newer may look like it has thousands and thousands of followers so just be careful of who you start to follow um you know i would say if they haven't been around for since 2017 at the minimum don't rely on what they say that's a good point yeah for the most part you know um unless they're carpe noctum approved for uh alpha you know (laughs) that's true yes these are all good points bunches on the ball today Look, uh, you can count on me for cynical uh, for cynical analysis of the crypto space, uh, because as someone sitting, I would say, majoritarily on the sidelines at this point, um, you know, as far as what I hold, uh, you know, I have a critical eye. <laughs> I like it. But, those, who, those who can't play coach, right? Is that what they say? A, the, those who can't do coach, yes. <laughs> Or those who can't do teach. That's uh, right. Yeah, and then those who can't teach teach gym is what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of gym, uh, I had to do uh, uh, homeschool uh, with my daughter yesterday, like yeah. through uh, through Google Meets or whatever. And the gym teacher came on, and it was the saddest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> really? It was. <laughs> he didn't know. He's like one of these old guys doesn't know how to use the computer properly. Like he's a gym teacher. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, I no. uh, I wanted to record it, but uh, I couldn't I couldn't grab uh, I couldn't grab the uh, the screen record fast enough. But it was it was pretty funny. I was like, oh, you guys probably know how to use this computer better than I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. So, stuff. what does virtual gym class look like? I don't know. They just kind of just did jumping jacks and shit. Um, I I, le- I leave, so I kind of just help her out for a sec. You know, when she's good to go, she doesn't want me around. She's already embarrassed of me. Um, so then she, I would be. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I would be too. It's, I'm an embarrassing kind of guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, you wanna you wanna do some news? Let's do it. Let's get to the news. All right, Chamber, what do you got for us here? I got some news for you. I got some news for you. This is from the Block Crypto, future sponsor of the show. They, they, How many times they, are we going to say that? They don't, they don't know <laughs> we, this yet. Come on. Help us out here. They're going to figure it out sooner or later that we're their number one fans. Uh, <laughs> the UK. This is... This is. Uh, I noticed we had a lot of oh, uh, going UK. We have a lot of fo- listeners from the UK, so I figured I'd pepper in some. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of uh, m- monthly download record for the year. Yes, we did. We we crushed our uh, December, and that was our our biggest download month of uh, 2020. Um, wow! And 2021 starting off pretty good too. So uh, momentum is is. God, in we our haven't favor. even done a show yet. Look at that, eh? <laughs> Amazing. Yep. Uh, So a ban on the sale of crypto derivatives and exchange-traded notes, ETNs, is set to come into force in the UK on Wednesday, January 6th, that's today, uh, announced by the Financial Conduct Authority in October after a long and heated period of of, uh, consultation. The ban forbids the sale, marketing, and distribution of CFDs 
options, futures, and ETNs uh, that reference cryptocurrencies to retail investors. Uh, the regulators reckon uh, it will prevent in the region of uh, 53 million pounds in harm, uh, but industry commentators have raised concerns uh, that it will instead drive consumers uh, onto unregulated exchanges or indeed offshore and thus beyond the FCA's reach. Uh, the watchdog continues to draw criticism even on the eve of the ban. Uh, Dermot O'Riordan, um, that's a, quite the UK name, uh, <laughs> a partner at Edenblock, a European venture capital firm focused on blockchain tech, said the ban is an indication that the FCA doesn't know how to regulate the space. Quote, it's a shame because the only players that actually are regulated or want to be uh, to offer crypto derivative products to retail, uh, such as uh, coin shares, crypto facilities, etc., are generally good actors. Uh, this move will drive retail users to unregulated platforms like Darabit and BitMEX, who will offer even less protection than the regulated players. Uh, so it's clear how the average retail user wins in this scenario, he continued. Uh, the impact of the ban will be felt by a range of firms from uh, specialist asset managers in crypto like CoinShares, uh, which has more than 1.5 billion in assets under management to platforms and exchanges such as eToro. Uh, traditional investment firms with sideline in, with a sideline in crypto have also been affected. Uh, Hargraves Lansdowne, the FTSE 100 investment firm, opted to take decisive action ahead of the deadline. Quote, the FCA's October policy statement made clear the st their stance on these products. Uh, we firmly believe in protecting investors and helping them teach, or pardon me, helping them reach good outcomes and so decide to implement restrictions in advance of the SCA's deadline, um, as this is the best interest of our clients, said uh, Danny Cox, head of external relations at Hargreaves Lansdowne. Quote, investors are no longer able to buy these products through HL, uh, but they can continue to hold investments that they already own uh, and, and can sell them when they wish to do so. IG, the online trading company founded in 1974, is also winding up uh, its crypto CFD products in light of the ban. Townsend Lansing, head of the product CoinShares, uh, said these types of companies had mostly put a stop to buy-side orders in mid-December. In terms of our business, nothing has changed since the announcement of the ban. We don't expect to have a material impact. Uh, we have a wide and diverse client base, he explained. So, uh, yeah, doing some uh, preliminary work here. Um, so it's not a, a, a pull-off-the-band-aid type scenario uh, come today. So, unfortunately, it may put some investors in a more, uh, you know, in a, in a more questionable uh, space because they're dealing with unregulated partners. So we all know how that can be. When your yeah, partner's not I, regulated. I had some unregulated partners in college, yeah. and that was, that was really risky. <laughs> I hear that you, man. very risky I hear business. you. That is risky business. <laughs> no. Anyway, I've never felt right. more alive, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bitcoin's price could reach above $146,000 over the long term. JP Morgan strategizes. Did I Come make on. the same call as JP Morgan, by the way? I think I said First of all, fuck JP Morgan. Don't <laughs> you remember a couple years ago when they were like, oh, Bitcoin's the worst? Well, now they're saying 146. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So screw these guys. <laughs> 
the price of Bitcoin could rise above 146000 over the long term, according to JP Morgan strategists. In a note published Monday, strategists led by Nicholas. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to try that. <laughs> uh, I'll try it. Panagurtsoglu. Ooh, Panagurtsoglu. Yes. Wrote that Bitcoin's competition with gold has already started, and that implies a significant upside for Bitcoin over the long term. Strategists said that gold exchange uh, or exchange traded funds ETFs have seen outflows of more than seven billion since mid October, while great while the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust (GBTC) has witnessed inflows of more than three billion. That suggests investors are preferring Bitcoin over gold, and this trend will continue. According to the strategists, there's little doubt that this competition with gold as an alternative currency will continue over the coming years, given that millennials will become (laughs) over time a more important component of investors universes and given their preference for digital gold over traditional gold, the strategists said Uh, private gold wealth is mostly stored via gold bars and coins. the stock of which excluded those held by central bank amounts to 42,600 tons or 2.7 trillion including the gold etfs mechanically the market cap of bitcoin at 550 or 575 billion uh would have to rise by 4.6 times from here implying a theoretical price of bitcoin of 146,000 to match the private sector investment of gold so there you go 4.6 x from here on bitcoin would give you a hundred and forty six thousand dollars um and then they go on to say that that outlook depends on bitcoin's volatility converging to that of gold over the long term um and that convergence is a multi-year process, which implies that above 146,000 theoretical Bitcoin price should be considered a long-term target and thus an unsustainable price target for this year. So he said they ain't hitting it this year. What do you think about that? I mean, they're probably right. <laughs> As for this year, the strategy headwinds for Bitcoin with indicators like a buildup of speculative long positions. They say, we believe the valuation and position backdrop has become a lot more challenging for Bitcoin at the beginning of the new year. While we cannot exclude the possibility that the current speculative mania will propagate further pushing the Bitcoin price towards the consensus region between 50 and 100K, we believe that such price levels would prove unsustainable um so there you have it that's what jp morgan is saying now Hmm. they're just i think what they're doing is they're just listening to the show and (laughs) they heard me say 140k by the end of the year and they're like wow we can't exactly, you know, we can't do what he does. Sorry, just, I did know. skip a, I did skip a little paragraph here. <laughs> um, hold on one second. I just got to go back to it. Um, Nicholas Panagrutsalu said that he has used the chamber index for years in generating the price sustainability of Bitcoin and will further do so in the future. There that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. See, yes. uh, that that really checks out. Uh, so, you know, if they could send me some sort of uh, maybe yearly income. Uh, one of those golden parachutes, that would be terrific. Look, you should get a uh, um, broker fee. 
I don't even know what that is, but I'll take it. Um, well, you know, like if you trade through a stockbroker, they get a fee for every one of your trades. I could, yeah, I could use a couple of those. That Isn't that archaic? <laughs> right? That I'm sorry. You, much, I mean, somebody like, else does your trading you, for you? Well, that's what I mean. But think about all the way, think about the way you've been trading for the last three years and people trading stocks like a traditional stock through a traditional stockbroker are paying all these fees on top of all their capital gains tax. That is bananas. Yeah. Anyway. All right. What else we got? I got another one here for you. Um, crypto asset manager Grayscale, we've talked about them in the past, has removed XRP from its list of digital large cap funds. Uh, so announcing this on Tuesday, Grayscale said it sold all XRP from the fund on Monday and bought more Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, even Bitcoin Cash. Uh, XRP was approximately 1.46% of their fund. Uh, the revised components of the fund are BTC at 81.63%, ETH at 15.86%, uh, Litecoin at 1.4% and Bitcoin Cash at 1.08%. Uh, Brace, uh, Grayscale did not mention the recent lawsuit filed against Ripple by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as the reason for removing XRP from the fund, but said Genesis Global Trading, the fund's authorized participant, uh, is suspending XRP trading on January the 15th, so it had to remove the asset. Uh, it is not clear whether Grayscale's other XRP product, Grayscale XRP Trust, would face similar action. Uh, the block has reached out to the firm and will update the story as they hear back. So apparently they have another product called Grayscale XRP Trust, which I'm assuming is heavily weighted in XRP. <laughs> it's actually not. It's, <laughs> it's all stellar. It's all yeah. It's all stellar. Uh, that's how to get you. Um, so yeah. So it's it's looking. Uh, man, I, I really I tweeted out the other day. I'm like, if you're if you're if you're pushing XRP right now, you're just 100 a scammer at this point, right? Like there's like we would joke about XRP people, like the XRP army, uh, yeah, but joke. now yeah. <laughs> Now it's pretty blatant. If you're still pushing XRP after all this, you're just outright scamming people. Yeah, I mean, um, I I think anybody pushing XRP ever is probably wrong. <laughs> Obviously not a great idea. Definitely um, not a great idea. But at least you yeah. can say they weren't maybe actively scamming people. Right, no, they were just like cultists. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. By so. the way, did not realize. Speaking of cultists, uh, the or the TV show Waco, yeah, uh, that we watched over yes. the summer, mm -hmm. did not realize that the guy who played Koresh is Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights. I don't. I've I never watched Friday. That. I've never watched Friday Night Lights. I would have picked. We are I'm, doing a re, re. We are doing a we rewatch of Friday Night Lights because uh, my wife has never seen it and did not realize that. It was Tim Riggins, and uh, my wife actually picked it up just by the voice, by his voice. Really? Yeah. So anyway. he's very good. He was very good in Waco, uh, and I've I've only heard good things about Friday Night Lights. So you should watch that. It's a, I, I, it'll get you I, through. A, it's a long show. Like I feel like it's not available on any of my platforms here. I'm gonna take another look. Um, uh, we're watching it on Hulu, so check. Yeah, it out. I don't have Hulu in Canada. Oh no, Hulu. In Canada. No Hulu. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Oh. <laughs> Dang. I was trying to think of a funny Canadian joke, but I couldn't. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to also, but. You know. Something with maple syrup or moose, but. Uh... <laughs> M- Mulu? Mulu? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moose Lou? <laughs> moose Lou. Okay. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, all right. Th- Anywho. Okay. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> 379 billion the crypto exchange trade volume for december hit a highest level on record spot volume that's all spot volume on cryptocurrency exchanges reached an all-time high in december reaching 379 billion dollars eclipsing the previous high reported in any guess 2017 January 2018, so right right there. Uh, The data provided in the graph uh, here, so they're showing a a graph of all the exchanges and their spot volumes, um, is, let's see here. They're looking at Binance, (laughs) wow. Binance accounted for 219.5 billion of that. (sighs) Fucking Binance. I bought some Binance tokens, some BNB. That's the other thing I bought. Get any guess on Coinbase? Binance was number one. Yeah, uh, by far. At so the the total was three seventy nine billion. Yeah, Binance was two hundred and nineteen. I, I don't know. Coinbase was seventy five. Forty five. Wow. Coinbase yeah, that seems low to me, right? Wow. Coinbase. I mean, it's, still, it's still number two. Yeah. Still, yeah it's still though. Number two. Um. It's like being number two in the Michael Jordan era of basketball. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so the, I don't know if it said this in the article, but the 2018, January 2018 high was $307 billion. So you're looking at $70 billion, $72 billion more traded in this That's last bananas. month. That's yeah. crazy, yeah. Any idea when the lowest was in the last couple years since then? Um, volume? Yep. I want to say maybe like uh, March 2019. Um, it looks to be here January and February of 2019. Ooh, so that's close. Right. That's close. Yeah, you were close. Uh, 33 and 34 billion, respectively. Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, huge, huge difference. Huge. Huge. Um, But, so, it's, uh, and and we're already, holy cow, uh, geez, just updated January 6th, they're already at $149 (laughs) Are you serious? That's what this chart says. That's crazy. The sixth. Yeah, the sixth. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Buckle up, folks. Yep. Holy cow. Um, as noted by the blocks, Lars Hoffman, great name. Lars. The total volume for 2020 across legitimate crypto exchanges exceeded $1 trillion, clocking in at roughly $1.82 trillion for the 12-month period. Do you know Lars Ulrich is my favorite impersonation to do? <laughs> The drummer from Metallica. Uh, yeah, I know. Why? <laughs> He's got a funny backstory, so you can just talk about his history, and it's funny. I used to live in Sweden as a kid, and I grew up playing tennis a lot before I became a drummer for Metallica. 
Wow. I was a semi-professional tennis player out of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I dig it. All right, this is this is fantastic. Well, I, we're learning more and more of your imp- uh, impression skills. Over I love I love Lars Ulrich. Uh, that's that's it's such a fun what one. What was to the do. other one you did the other day? I don't know. I do some shitty. I do some shitty I don't shitty remember, ones. but you did it. Whatever one you did the other day was good. Um, <laughs> but. Anyway, oh, so gonna... I did. I did. Uh, I drink your milkshake. The other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is going to do it for us for the news. We've got a couple other things here for you. Uh, first of which, I sent this to you yesterday. We have a celebrity sighting. Our new celebrity. I know. This is crazy stuff. Uh, I don't know who this celebrity is. Um, his name well, is DT. That's all. Yes. Yeah, so I will tell you who this celebrity is. So the uh, uh, I believe his first name is Drew. Drew Tranquil, uh, who is a linebacker for the Los Angeles Chargers. Go Chargers! So, yes. So the uh, interesting part of this, I think, is. You know, we always talk about uh, shilling to your friends, right? Russell Okung was a former Charger linebacker. He's the one that's been leading the way of, uh, you know, the he he's a full <laughs> Bitcoin evangelist. My daughter thinks Bitcoin. I look exactly like Russell Okung, by the way. She keeps seeing his picture and like she's like, Daddy? Daddy? What? I know. <laughs> I started. The, the older gonna, I get, the more I look like a... Uh, who's going to tell her? I know. <laughs> um, the... the uh, what was I going to say? So Russell Okung just got just broke news the other day with his whole... Uh, half of his contract being paid in Bitcoin, which is big news. So wow. he must have... He, he no longer plays for the Chargers, but during his time there, must have convinced or at least started to convince Drew Tranquil. Although I'm not sure uh, Russell did a good enough job here because his tweet from 17 hours ago, all it says is Bitcoin question mark. So you would think uh, he would already, he should already know about the merits of Bitcoin. No, you would think so. I mean, come on. My dad knows what Bitcoin is. Come on. Especially Drew. just having you know having the NFL's Bitcoin evangelist on your right uh, on your team. And, and honestly, honestly, if you're under thirty five, like you should probably know what Bitcoin is to a certain extent. Like you know what I mean to a certain extent. Not say Bitcoin question mark. Either way, more and more athletes getting into Bitcoin. That's what we're seeing. Uh, the other, the other tiny little segment here. You had a story, uh, a real life crypto. Uh, I would say normie, no coin yeah, story yeah. here. So I, I, I uh, have a brother-in-law who's uh, you know loosely in crypto. Got in back in the day. I think back in 2017, 2018, something like that, and you know didn't message me about bitcoin until recently um like most people right but uh he had uh, he had texted me on the 17th of december saying you know question bitcoin should i be buying more uh should i sell some wait until it drops again what are your thoughts this was on the 17th of december we all know where bitcoin went from there i said not sure 
Uh, <laughs> like I tell everybody, I, I don't know what to do. So just figure it out on your own. Um, so yesterday, uh, so this was the 17th. Yesterday, he texts me back. He says, I bought Cardano at 18 cents and now it's 45 cents. Uh, I think that move is podcast potential. So he's angling to get on the podcast or at least talk about it. So <laughs> I don't know. I, that's that's what made me laugh about it. I like is he I, I, I like the fact that the one uh, the one trade he's made puts him in God tier pot. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's crypto cred or Kobe or something at this point. <laughs> Does he listen to the show? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> he might not after I'm done roasting him. <laughs> but uh, I said, uh, I said, did you buy it with Bitcoin? So he was pretty excited. And I didn't want to, you know, I said, I know what Bitcoin's done from the 17th to today or to yesterday. I'm like, did you buy it with Bitcoin? He's like, maybe, but also bought more Bitcoin. So like maybe on your podcast, question mark. <laughs> I love this. This is love, fantastic. He's definitely related to me. Uh, this is definitely something I would tweet or I would text. This guy's somebody. trying to get his crypto cred out there. He's, I love he, it. He's a trader now. <laughs> so I'm still winning. I bought more Cardano about a month ago. So uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, sorry. I don't know what I'm doing is what I'm telling you. Uh, and I'm finally doing something right. So. You know, he's happy. He's, you know, he's, he's euphoric, I think is, is he, he might want to sell right now because he's in the euphoric state. Um, but yeah, he, so here's the thing. He, he's, he's hashtag up in USD. Right. So I okay. checked, um, I, I'm pulling up a, a Cardano chart right now. Um, and this is Cardano Bitfinex. So if I'm looking at the 17th, uh, we'll call it the 17th. So, <laughs> so on the 17th, uh, Cardano was at uh, a 818 sats. Okay, no, so not dollars. So he would have bought a. I think he said 15 cents, 18 cents, something like that. Uh, but in sats, it was 818 sats. It is currently worth 905 sats. So it's up, but I mean, it's up by what? 10%, a little right. bit more. Um, right. You know what I mean? So he's definitely made a positive trade. Mm-hmm. Um, which is half which the is, battle. Absolutely. But in his eyes, I, I, I'm just trying to get him to understand, like, it's not as much as you think. Had you just held Bitcoin, um, you know, would you have been at the same spot? Actually, it's it's good that you made the trade because you you made a little bit more. You made about ten percent more uh, than uh, than you uh, than you spent. So that's that's good. Uh, but it's not necessarily as much as you think it is, considering it's gone up. You know, whatever percentage. Right. Because Bitcoin right. has also gone up a significant amount since then. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. That's why so I always tell the, people what check was the Bitcoin. What was the Bitcoin price on on, on the seventeenth? Let's check it out here. On the seventeenth, it's way down here. On the seventeenth, it was. Did it pump on the seventeenth? Oh no, twenty two, twenty one five, We'll call it. Yeah. So I mean, it's now thirty, almost thirty five thousand. 
So it's gone up significantly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, so, what was it? 21.5? 21, 21, yeah. 21.3. I'm being generous. 21.5. Probably okay. 21.3. Interesting. So, yeah. I mean, uh, good trade. Yeah, it's it's definitely a positive trade, which is it's good. It's a positive trade. He made, but some, he made some money. I think a lot of people get, get you know, uh, confused when they see the do- when they're tracking in dollar. That's why I always say tracking in BTC because... At the end of the day, you could be doing all this work uh, and trading yourself into break even. You know what I mean? So yeah. sometimes it's worth it just to hold some Bitcoin and let that run. Um, and that's why I only like really trading Bitcoin after it's done running. Um, and sometimes it doesn't stop running because um, I thought right around 20K would have been a nice time to trade alts. And it's not been the case. It's peppered up since then. So here we are. But not not show worthy yet buddy not show worthy yet <laughs> uh, that's funny um that's that i think is gonna do it for us i think today. so i gotta go teach uh, my kid it. now yeah i gotta go uh do real work which i i, I forgot to say this uh on the show earlier but this sunday was Definitely the worst case of the Sunday scaries all year. Like, oh, yeah, you know, you've been off for like two weeks, Mm -mm. and then that Monday morning, the first Monday morning in January comes where you got to go back to work. That's a rough one, it is uh, pretty brutal. So, (laughs) um, back at it, and but that's gonna do it for us. So, Until next time, as always, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.